Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm BJ, and Austin is not here today. He has been sick all week long, and luckily it was not COVID, but he is still very under the weather, and so I wanted to take over and really just talk about something that is probably on all of our minds that some people are probably playing already, the Dragon Quest Eleven S Definitive Edition launch on all of the other platforms besides Switch. So it's got a new Steam release, an Xbox One release, a PS4 release, and I guess you could say that it's a PS5 release because it runs super well, and if you have a PS5, you're going to be playing it on that anyway. So that is what I wanted to talk about today because if you're tuning in for the very first time or you're a new listener and haven't gone all the way back, uh, you may be wondering what the differences are in the 11S version that came out that retails for about $40 versus the original version that you can get on these consoles that retails for, uh, you can probably, well, that retails for $60, but that you can probably get for around uh, $15 to $20 at most places. So, a lot of people have looked to see, you know, are there enough changes to make this something that you wanted to play or if it's better, you know, just to pay the pay the less amount, lesser amount and really play the game uh, that we all played that we loved and then, you know, played through again with uh, 11S. So some of the big changes here, and I do think that they are absolutely worth getting the new version for. Um, if you've listened to this before and we've talked about it uh, in the past, I actually stopped playing the original just so that I could play it on the Switch. I didn't know at the time that they were doing a major upgrade like they did with 11S, that they made these quality of life changes, that they they made the uh, the game just better in pretty much every way. But I uh, had stopped playing it because I wanted to just play on the Switch. Um, so I'm very, very glad I did because I experienced probably the best version of it, obviously the best version of it, uh, maybe not in terms of graphical fidelity, which I'm going to say is probably on PC or PS5 now, um, but it's, it's great. Um, the first thing that I want to mention is the music. Uh, I didn't notice it until I actually went literally side by side where I, I booted it up on Steam and then I booted it up on the Switch at the same time. And the orchestral soundtrack that they did, the re-recording and the music that they did is a major difference. You may not notice that there is much of a difference if you play the original and just be like, yep, yeah, that's not that's not orchestral, that's, that's MIDI, but it's still good music. And then if you listen to the orchestral one, it's like, yeah. Yeah, that's better. Uh, it was kind of like whenever I did the 60 versus 30 uh, frames per second on Miles Morales on the PS5, where, yeah, the ray tracing and all is great, but the 60 frames per second made such a difference. I couldn't go back to the new visual effects. That's kind of how I feel about the orchestral version of the soundtrack. Um, there are also things like the ultra fast speed and the options where you earn the battle options rather where, you know, you were always able to go fast, but ultra fast is 
honestly too fast for me. I still just use regular fast, but if you're playing it for a second time and you want to go through, or if you're just the kind of person who doesn't like watching battle animations, ultra fast is absolutely for you. Um, you have a lot more costumes in this version. There are a lot more of the cosmetic outfits that you can get. Um, there are recolors as well, but you can get absolutely new ones as well. You get, uh, um, uh, I'm trying to even think of some now off the top of my head, uh, which I can't because y'all know I have no memory for things, but, uh, you have pirate stuff for Eric, uh, that I don't think was in the original. Um, you get like a really new set of armor for the luminary. It's, it's just, it's good stuff. And I don't go collecting all of them. I know Austin did this and a lot of other people did, but it's also uh, like they're just great things to be able to go collect, especially in the post game, which is already really expansive. Uh, this just adds into it. Um, there is the uh, fun size forge which makes a big difference that you can do it anywhere when you're not camping. Uh, so you can create new items, new armor and weapons and accessories. You can do that anywhere instead of just having to find you a campsite, which, which you wouldn't think is that much of a difference, but it makes a huge difference in terms of just quality of life and playing the game. So that's great. Also the horse hailer, you can go through uh, and you, wherever you leave your horse, you can call the horse. That's a big one. You can call the horse from anywhere. You don't have to find a bell. You don't have to drop the horse somewhere, run off, explore, and do something where the horse can't get, and then run all the way back to get to a bell so that you can ride the horse back to where you wanted to be. You can call your horse. It is amazing, and it's those little quality of life changes like that that really make a big, big, big difference overall. Um, probably the biggest difference in the... XIS version. I say XIS all the time, but it's 11S, I know. But if I say XIS, y'all just uh, deal with me on it because for some reason that's how I say it in my head because letters. Uh, but the biggest difference in 11S and the original Dragon Quest 11 is the inclusion of the 2D version and Tickington. Well, it's called Tickington in this one and the Tockles, but they were Yochi Village and the Spirits of Lost Time in the original Japanese version. Um, I actually like the uh, the Japanese name better, Spirits of Lost Time and Yochi Village, and uh, Karuchi was the party member that you could get in the Japanese version uh, of uh, 11S, where you can't get him as a party member in the, uh, the American version, or well, in the English version, you can't get him as a party member. And in the English version, he's called Ickle. That is not nearly as cool of a name as Karuchi, so I like going with that. But you do get to visit this village. You get to do a lot of the stuff that was left out of the original release, but was available in the uh, 3DS version uh, in 2D and 3D. You also get a 2D mode, which is utterly fantastic. It wasn't handled exactly the best way in the English versions in 11S because you have to go back to the beginning of whatever uh, checkpoint that you've made. So if you have made the uh, the decision to continue forward with a new scene, with a new uh, area, you have to go back to the beginning of that and lose progress if you have decided at some point that you want to go into the 2D or the 3D one and swap back and forth. 
in the 3DS version for the Japanese one, it could go back and forth whenever you wanted. In fact, for a long time in that game, you could have it on the top screen and the bottom screen lined up. It was insanely cool to see. But in the English version, in the PS4, the Xbox One, and the Switch versions of 11S, you have to go back and forth at major checkpoints. So you're going to lose a little bit of progress if you don't do it when you load into those areas. It's not a big deal, and it's especially not a big deal whenever you go into the post-game because you finished a lot of it and you're uh, moving forward a little bit, uh, a little bit easier, and 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 without the the constant need for the story to update. But it it is it does get annoying. That said, the 2D version is awesome. Uh, you, that's the only place that you can go to Yochi Village or Tickington in the English version, which is in in and of itself worth getting the update for because you, especially if you're a Dragon Quest fan, because you can go in and see lots of other games. There are actually areas in that have been rendered in 2D in 11S that you can get to from the 2D version of Tickington. It is awesome to be able to go into Dragon Quest 1. It's awesome to be able to go into Dragon Quest 10, actually. It's the only English part of Dragon Quest 10 that you can get. So so go in, experience what you can, and uh, and then go to geek2geekmedia.com and check out our How to Play Dragon Quest 10 in America post. Yeah, hey, how's that for shameless, y'all? Uh, but yeah, there's there's these changes with the toggles, with being able to play it in 2D. That is, like I said, by far the best best addition to this because it is straight up new content uh there's some more content at the end of the game there is a new super boss at the very end of the game there was a big super boss already that you could play through the the main story which is continued in act three by the way uh so once you see the credits it goes on into act three and you can continue playing toward a super boss after that, once you have cleared out all of the Tickington and Yochi Village stuff, you get another super boss after that. So if you're the kind of player who really wants to do that, who really wants to knock everything out of a game that you possibly can, you are 100% going to want to get 11S. Also, since these are new games being released on the Switch, not the Switch, on the PS4 and the Xbox One, there are achievements and trophies that you couldn't get in the Switch version. So even if you've already beat the Switch version, even if you have played 11S on the Switch and done everything you can, even if you have played through the original Dragon Quest XI, you might want to pick this up if you're an achiever. If you go through and get trophies and platinum games, and I don't even know what it's called on the Xbox to get every trophy and fully complete all of the challenges through it, you're going to want to pick this up because there are trophies that go along with it and you can finally do that for 11S. Um, That said, all of it is great. Like There's so much that they included in the definitive edition of this that I cannot say enough how great it is and how worth it to pay that $40 to get it extra. Um, It is so, so, so good. So for those of you who have already played it on the new systems on the PS4 and the Xbox One, let us know what you thought about it. Let us know what you thought about the trophies and all of the stuff compared to what it was on the Switch where you got a head start at playing it but didn't get any achievements. Whatever. So 
Anyway, guys, I want to thank you for listening to me ramble about Dragon Quest XI for a while. Uh, like I always say, you can uh, ramble at me at, at Professor Beege whenever you want to. I would love to hear your thoughts about uh, Dragon Quest XI and these new versions. Uh, we have the show Twitter at, at DragonQuestFM. We have a Patreon for the show at Patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And we have a Facebook page that we neglect at Facebook.com slash Dragon Quest FM. Uh, you can talk to my co-host who is completely missing today at Dragon Quaston on Twitter. You can read his Dragon Quest blog at DragonQuestAustin.com. And I think that is it for the Dragon Quest content that he puts out. Who knows? There's probably more that I've forgotten about because my memory, y'all know. I like I said, I'm at Professor Beach on Twitter. We're part of a media network, uh, so that is at geekdeekmedia.com. Check out all of the stuff that we do. We have some really fantastic folks putting out content. Uh, if you want to listen to my other podcast, the geek to geek podcast it can be found there or anywhere podcasts are at geek2geekcast.com. And we also have a Discord and a Slack that will be great if you join. Let's talk about Dragon Quest. Let's talk about everything else that we geek out about. And you can find that at uh, geek2geekmedia.com. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. Uh, I'm not sure if we're releasing this early or late because of the holiday weekend, but if I am talking to you early, then happy Thanksgiving, uh, everyone in America, and happy Thursday for everyone who does not recognize that holiday. And if I am talking to you on Friday, as we normally do, I hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving and happy Black Friday. And for everyone who does not recognize those as holidays and you've already experienced, you know, Thursday, I hope you had a fantastic Thursday and have a great Friday and weekend as well. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>